Hello novelists and novelistas, welcome to mile 18 of Novel Marathon. Like a marathon, this show has 26 episodes, one for each mile, published over the course of a year. You can expect a new one every one to two weeks. During that time, we'll write the first draft of an 80,000 word novel. We're reading The One-Year Novelist by Ellen Lilly, Story Genius by Lisa Cron, and This Year You Write Your Novel by Walter Mosley. Novel Marathon is a self-directed class. There will be exercises and readings. You'll find details in the show notes. I recommend you get the books, but I'll revisit the main ideas on the show. I'm the undercover novelist. Like you, my goal is to complete a novel in a year. I'll be your cheerleader and pacemaker for this long-distance race. And remember, everyone has to run a marathon at their own pace. So, if you're new to the show, just start with episode one, do the readings listed in the show notes, complete the writing prompts, and jog along at your own pace. In this marathon, all that matters is that you keep going and you finish, not how long it took you to get there. And with that, let's recap. The suggested readings for today were chapters 33 and 34 of The One-Year Novelist. For next week, we're reading chapters 35 and 36 and pages 70 and 71 of This Year You Write Your Novel. Today's topic is research, which can be summed up in two words. Don't procrastinate. People who like to write also like to read. And what's more tempting than spending all your time reading about a topic you plan to write a novel about? Research can easily turn into a black hole that sucks up all of your time. In the newsletter version of this podcast, I'll include a GIF of a black hole, which isn't a real photo, but a computer simulation. Turns out it's quite difficult to take a picture of a black hole for the obvious reason that it sucks up all matter and light. I'll also include a video which explains why it took scientists at Harvard until 2019 to take a picture of a black hole. And yes, I totally wasted more than an hour researching black holes instead of working on this podcast. Here's Walter Mosley's advice on research in This Year You Write Your Novel. I almost always do the research for my books toward the end of the last draft. By that time, I know the book is written and that my creative energies will not be sapped by needless fretting. And I have to admit that I'm not the best source when it comes to research. It's not one of my strong suits. I write books about places I've been and people I like to think I understand. I've known writers who have spent years in libraries and foreign lands researching the topics of their novels. There's nothing I can say about that. If you need to go to South Africa for a month or five years to get the feeling for your book, then do it. When you come back and you're ready to write, my little how-to book will be waiting for you. So what does Walter do when he has a question he doesn't know the answer to? He puts a red question mark into the margin of his manuscript and comes back to it later. Obviously, there is no one-size-fits-all approach to research. Those of you who are writing historical fiction absolutely need to immerse yourselves in research in order to convincingly evoke the world in which your story takes place. There are some writing tools that make it easier to keep all that research in one spot and always at your fingertips. One such tool is Scrivener. 
Scrivener allows writers to import photos, Word docs, and even whole websites into their work in progress without having to open and close countless different browsers and programs. There are tons of tutorials on Scrivener, but the one I enjoyed most features award-winning author Janet Fitch, who is a Scrivener newbie, and author April Davila, who regularly posts Scrivener tips on her website. Janet and April go through the process of setting up a novel in Scrivener, importing research, organizing it, and referencing it in the book. You'll find a link to the video in the newsletter. I didn't have to do a lot of research for my current work in progress, but I enjoy using Scrivener for a whole different reason. I only use it for fiction. Unlike Google Docs or Word or Excel, which are programs that I use in my day job, Scrivener only comes into play when I'm working on my book. Opening Scrivener is a little like changing from your business clothes into your velvet leisure suit at the end of the day. I actually take this one step further. I don't even use the same laptop that I use for work when I'm working on my book. When I'm writing fiction, I type in a little foldable Bluetooth keyboard that pairs with my phone and fits into my purse. When it's folded up, it's barely bigger than my phone. This foldable keyboard goes everywhere with me and comes out whenever I have time to write, mostly in coffee shops, mostly in the morning, after I drop off my kid at school. I sometimes get puzzled looks from people who are not used to seeing a keyboard that isn't physically connected to a screen. A few people have come up to me and asked me where I bought it. I'm always happy to spread the gospel and send them a link to my favorite toy. I'll include a link in the newsletter. If you've made it to mile 18 of this podcast, you are on the final stretch. Chapters 35 and 36 in The One-Year Novelist are looking ahead to the three-quarter turn and the climax of your book. You may recall that we discussed the three-quarter turn and climax back during mile four of this podcast. Go back to your notes. How did you envision those turning points in the past? Reread what you have. Does it still ring true? And if your story took an unexpected direction since then, why don't you spend some time exploring how you can adjust the original three-quarter turning climax to fit your current narrative? Finally, if you haven't had a chance to plan out your three-quarter turning climax, now is the time, because in a few short weeks, you'll have to wrestle with these major plot points and figure out how your story will resolve. It's also a good time to check in with your group of friends and accountability buddies. Thank them for hanging in there with you. Let them know how much it means to you that they have been supporting you in this journey. Take stock. Are you where you want to be in your work? If so, maybe you can ease off a bit. Do you need to catch up to hit your goals? Then maybe this is the time to step on the gas. Do you need to adjust your goals? Perhaps adjust the timeline for finishing your book? That is perfectly fine. Set a writing schedule that you can maintain. There is no one way of doing this. Do it your way. And that, my friends, is all for today. As always, suggested readings can be found in the episode description and in the newsletter. You can subscribe by going to the website novelmarathon.com forward slash newsletter. I'll send you a free scene card template to help you plan your three-quarter twist and climax, plus all the links mentioned on today's episode. 
Do you know a writer who is stressed out about NaNoWriMo? Writing a novel doesn't have to be an all-consuming sprint. Tell your friends about Novel Marathon and let them know writing a book can be a year-long journey with breaks, snacks, and naps. Thank you for spreading the word and for lowering the world's collective stress level. I very much appreciate it. I'm the undercover novelist, and this was mile 18 of Novel Marathon. Happy reading, happy writing, and I'll talk to you soon.